We're in Port Lincoln, South Australia at Neptune Islands. Sip, sip, hooray! Hello and welcome to Sip, Sip, Hooray. I'm Mary Babbitt. And I'm Mary Orlin, and we're here to have a lot of fun today with wine. That's right. And today we are talking about the movie Wine Country. Have you seen it? Everyone's talking about it. Yeah. It's the buzz in wine country. It's been anticipated for months and months ever since they filmed in Napa last May. Was a it a year ago? ago? Yeah. It was a year ago. Wow. Yeah. Did you see it? I did. I did. I love all of those women. I, I mean, too. Tina Fey mm -hmm. is one of my all-time favorite. Maya Rudolph, I love her. Amy Poehler, right. I mean, I'm a huge fan. Mm -hmm. And Rachel Dratch, all of them. And um, I liked it. Yeah. yeah. I did. I liked it. I did too. Parts of it. Yeah. I wanted to love it. I wanted to love it too. <laughs> I just I just liked it. But mm -hmm. I mean, there it, it is fun. It's lighthearted. Yeah. If you haven't seen it yet, spoiler alert. Yeah. It's pretty much a chick flick, wouldn't you say? Yeah, but you know, I feel like people knew that. You know, I don't know why. Five but women. Five women on the poster mm -hmm. sort of says mm -hmm. yeah. chick flick. <laughs> kind of like the chick version of Sideways. Yeah, right? And so I mm -hmm. guess the question is, will wine country do for Napa Valley what Sideways did for the San Ynez Valley? Could be. In terms of like, man, did people flock there to drink Pinot and... Mm -hmm. uh, spit out merlot right, right. <laughs> another spoiler alert they don't um they don't diss any wine in this movie no they don't they like all wine it they seems. just diss all the people trying to tell them what they're drinking right well so it's kind of an anti-wine snobbery mm -hmm. which i like vibe yeah and that's what we are we're mm -hmm. we are all about making wine accessible and it's it's just a beverage right. so we should all just enjoy it whatever way right. we like it red, my white, favorite or other. my favorite line in the movie is when amy poehler and um i am Blanking on the actress's name. Which one? No, which one looked like? Oh, yeah, I don't know her name either. Anyway, so that actress takes a sip of the wine. <laughs> that one. And then she says, oh, this is really good. What is it? And Amy says, it's white. <laughs> She's like, oh, I love white. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's perfect. That's how it should be. Yeah, absolutely. So um, we thought it might be fun to do a show about the movie Wine Country and give you the places they visited and some of their the things that aren't in the movie that we know they did uh, behind the scenes. So get set, buckle up, get ready. We're going right. to Wine Country. Plan your trip now. I want to sing a little ditty for my sweet, very short friend Rebecca, who is turning... 22 tomorrow. Wink, wink. I'm gonna give you something you ain't never had before. Yes! Close your eyes. Oh! Oh, cool. Yay! It's an amazing day in one country. When was the last time we were all together? I just want this to feel like a regular vacation. And somewhere Okay, so yeah, that trailer, there it's funny. The movie is funny. There are moments in it. And like I said, I wanted to love it. I only liked it, but it is still, it's a fun, lighthearted, um, get you ready for summer kind of movie. And it might have people thinking, 
what a good idea to go to wine country with some girlfriends, whether doing a different sort of trip or maybe trying to recreate what um, the gals in wine country did. Well, their, their, their movie was inspired by an actual 50th birthday celebration that the gals had in Sonoma County. Oh, is that right? Right. I wonder and which so, one it was. Whose birthday? Um, it was um, Rachel Dratch's. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, are you serious? Seriously. Oh, funny. Yeah. Didn't know. Yeah. So um, Amy thought it'd be really funny you know, to do something like that. And they also celebrated another cast member's birthday down in Palm Springs, kind of a similar thing. Okay, cool. Well, I mean, it is sort of a thing, the wine, the girls get away Mm -hmm. and wine country is certainly a gorgeous destination. We were looking into it and, you know, Mare and I know from wine country, but we live in driving distance to wine country. So, it, I, fair warning, it is expensive to stay there. So if you're planning a wine country getaway with your girlfriends, start saving now because it's going to cost you some cash. That's right. But we went through and we figured out where the women were on mm-hmm. the, in the movie mm-hmm. and we wanted to share it with you. So um, the first place you see them is Artessa Winery. Mm-hmm. And that's a really beautiful winery. It's up on a hill right. and it's only 15 minutes outside of Sonoma mm-hmm. or downtown Napa. Right. So it's easily accessible, right? Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. it's not um, hard to get to. Yeah. Some of them are really hard to get to. They are. But once you get up to the winery, the views, are, it's in an area of Napa and Sonoma called Carneros. And once you get up there, you see all the rolling hills with the vineyards covering them. It's just amazing. It and is. You have almost 360 degree views from their patios up there. And that in the movie, you see them walking around outside mm-hmm. and um, they have a I don't know, bartender, probably not the right word, a wine steward who seems kind of snobby. Right. And that is clearly not the vibe at Artessa. No. We don't work for Artessa, but we can tell you that they're really, they're <laughs> glad there. to see you. They are glad to see you. And in fact, mostly they, you need, they want you to make a reservation. Mm-hmm. So they, they know you're coming. Right. But um and a classic tasting there, what they consider their classic tasting, will cost you $35. And you can walk in there. So that if you're going to just be a walk-in person, you're going to take your chances because they may be really busy. But if it's not a weekend, chances are you can walk in and um, and visit them and, and get a classic tasting for $35, an aromatic tasting where they're going to teach you more about sniffing or whatever. That'll be $45. But if you have a group of six or more, and if you're going with your girlfriends, you just might, you are going to need a reservation. And they, they have all these different tasting experiences, right? So the cheapest one you're going to get out on the terrace with your gals is going to be $45 per person. Or fifty-five for a little bit, um, a couple more selections of wine. Uh, they have a vines and wines vineyard tour you can do, mm-hmm. and that's a hundred dollars per person. Wow. But you get to go into the vineyard a little bit, yeah. and you get to drink wine with it. So you're learning that's more. Cool. And it's, yeah, it's, it's more really of a fun. day. It's really fun to drink the wine in, from the vineyard. It was made in when you're walking through and looking at the vines. You kind of have more of a connection to what's in your glass. Absolutely. And I think more and more, that is what wineries want. They really don't want you to just treat it like a bar, like belly up and just fill me up. Mm -hmm. It's more they want you to understand their passion, what's gone into the wine, Mm -hmm. and, um, and they really want you to become fans of them and their experience there, right? Sure. And instead of having to fight for attention from the person behind the bar who's trying to pour a little taste into like a hundred people's glasses, right? Um, you have small groups, and you have one person dedicated to giving you the lowdown, telling you the story, 
talking about the wine that you're drinking and answering any of your questions. Yeah. So, so you know, it's a better experience and you come away learning more. Um, and you might spend longer at fewer wineries when you go, but I think probably a better way. I think so. And at Artessa, there's lots to see. In addition mm-hmm. to drinking the wine and stuff, and it's, it's great wine, but the architecture, they've won all sorts of awards. Right. It's influenced by Barcelona, mm-hmm. and its the owners are Spanish, and it's an avant-garde style, and it's really cool. And they uh, used to do art installations. In fact, um, Gordon Uther for years had a bunch of art up there. I haven't been in a while, so I don't know if he's still got stuff on right. display there, but... From the movie, I could tell that the sculptures he does. So Gordon is a artist who is who lives in Napa, and he's known worldwide for all of his amazing installations, big sculptures, very abstract designs, um, doing big collages with um, found materials, multimedia all over the place. So um, those big um, kind of metal spikes oh, yeah, yeah. around um, the reflecting pond up there. His. Those are Gordon's. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Those and very oh, iconic. But, um, Gordon's a really cool guy. We got we were lucky enough to do a couple stories with him. Yeah, during our TV show days, he was very cool. So, um, last little bit about Artessa before we move on. They are for part of the auction, the Napa Valley Auction Wine mm-hmm. Auction. They have donated a lot where you can purchase a signed bottle, signed by the cast. They will. There's a paella lunch they're throwing in and a cooking class. So they're kind of with as a nod to Wine Country the movie and the fact that they were up there. Um, you can buy that. You can bid on that online. So, all right. So that's stop one, Artessa. Okay. So then the next winery we see them at is Quintessa Winery, and it's on the Silverado Trail on the other side of the valley from Artessa. So it's much further north and east. Okay. So if you're going to do this in a day, mm-hmm. if you're going to try to recreate this, you may start at Artessa and then head east, east. to Quintessa. Yes. Um, and but you have to plan enough time. It's probably going to take you about 30 to 40 minutes. Okay. And you're going to want a driver. Exactly. <laughs> you may need we the dude in the driver. bus or whatever yeah. <laughs> from the movie. So um, it is an absolutely beautiful winery. And one thing I was a little disappointed about is you don't get to see this grand entrance that they have. You, there's the vineyards and then there's this beautiful rock wall. And it, it's kind of a half moon arch yeah. from top to bottom. And it spans I don't know how many feet. And it's just a work of art in itself. It's true. Why go all the way out there, film there, and not show that? Yeah. You know, that ended up on the editing room floor. You You know know they got photos or film of it, and they just Mm -hmm. didn't make it. Mm -hmm. It should have. You're right. It should have. When you go, you're going to be awed by that. will be. So that'll be kind of a nice surprise if you haven't been Mm -hmm. there. So um, they go there, and again, just like most other wineries nowadays in Napa, they want you to make reservations because they want you to have that experience. So when um, the gals, we don't know for sure which one experience they were kind of recreating, and maybe they did their own thing for the movie. But there's three different experiences you can have at Artessa. Um, sorry, Quintessa. So one is just the experience Quintessa, and that's a tasting of three wines. It takes about 45 minutes, 70 bucks a person. Or you can do the estate experience where you get a tour, you walk, and you see um, the vineyards, you go into the winery, you go into the caves there, and then you have um, three wines. Um, they're Sauvignon Blanc, they're Quintessa Bordeaux Blend, and um, one library wine. 
So that should, will be the surprise. The surprise is your library wine, yeah, that you don't and know what they're going to pull. If you don't know what a library wine is, it's a wine that is a past vintage, something that they've stashed away, um, something that's age-worthy, and something that is not generally in the marketplace anymore. So yeah. it's always kind of fun. And they'll explain to you, you know, the difference between a newly released wine that's a current vintage and one that's an older vintage. Yeah, and the flavor will be will be different right. as well. We should tell people though, you know, when you say you're gonna taste three different mm-hmm. wines, a tasting is not big. It's an ounce or two, right? right? At the most. And a traditional wine glass, if you're you know, they say it's five ounces. Mm-hmm. Everybody I know, if you're pouring at home, yeah. you're doing six or more. Well six or more and there's some places now that will do like a club pour, member pour for nine ounces. Nine ounces. Okay. So that's if you're like a glass and a half. Right, but when you're paying your 55 or your 75, mm-hmm. you are not mm-hmm. getting that much. And there's a couple reasons for that. Yeah. They don't want you to get really drunk. They, they want you they want you to be happy mm-hmm. and enjoy the time there, mm-hmm. but they're not um their goal is not to get you drunk and they want you to buy wine and take it home, drink as much as you want there. But Exactly. And they want you to really enjoy it and spend a little bit of time with it instead of just, you know, shooting it down next. True. And once you get too much wine in you, it all, it doesn't yeah, matter what they're pouring at that point. Exactly. There's no point in going to the library. Right. <laughs> so that estate experience um, will take you 90 minutes. So you plan accordingly and it's $85 a person. And then they have their quintessential experience where um, you're in a private pavilion in the vineyard. And just from the scenes in the movie, I'm thinking that's what the gals did in wine country. Mm-hmm. So um, you have your own little place to hang out. Um, you're tasting five wines this time. You're tasting that Sauvignon Blanc, that Quintessa blend, and two library vintages. And you also get to taste out of a barrel so nice. they'll take That's you into the thing. caves and mm-hmm. so it'll be a wine maybe from the night the um, 18 vintage or maybe the 17 vintage and um, you'll get to taste a wine before it's quite ready so it's a little bit different than a wine that's in the bottle mm-hmm. and they'll explain you know what the difference is but it's kind of a fun thing to see and you know if you really like it you can watch for when that wine is released a year or two later and maybe get a bottle and remember the experience you had Cool. Yeah, yeah, I like that. So that's going to be a 90-minute tour as well, um, and it's $150 per person. All righty. Okay. Um, before we wrap up on Quintessa, we should probably mention something else that's been in the news besides the movie. Yeah. And um, you may have seen or heard the name Augustin Hernias Jr. Um, his family owns Quintessa and several other properties throughout California and Oregon. Um his name has been in the news because he's one of the parents who allegedly paid for children to be accepted by a university. Like yeah, the college the scandal. College, the college admission scandal. Mm-hmm. So, And it was just in the news that he's agreed to plead guilty. Mm-hmm. And um, allegedly he paid $50,000. All right. Well, you know, that is what it is, is. but it really doesn't affect the wine, and it is still a beautiful place to visit. And his father, being the one who started the family business in the winery, is now in control. Oh, he's taking control back. Yes, he has. Okay. All right. So that's Quintessa. Mm -hmm. And uh, the next one we're going to go to, stop three on your wine journey, your wine country journey, is Baldacci Family Vineyards. Mm -hmm. Now, you're going to remember this one from the movie because... 
um, this is where they're walking through, they go strolling in the vineyards yeah. mm-hmm. and they get kind of chided by a snooty wine person, a, a wine, a vineyard or winery worker who's like, oh, these are organic vines. You can't go walking through yeah. the vineyard ladies. <laughs> and, and so they get a little bit in trouble. So we looked into that and mm-hmm. that's not really a thing. Yeah. There's nothing, you cannot harm the organic wines by walking through them, walking through the vineyards. However, they do say because of liability reasons, they don't want you walking in the vineyards. And I I think that's probably true anywhere without probably. a guide. Without just... a guide. Now, you can walk in the vineyards with a guide. And um, to do that at places in Napa nowadays, you're probably going to have to pay a little bit more, pony up. Yeah, that's another part of the tour. experience, right? right? The vine and wine tour, right? So Baldacci Family Vineyards is on the Silverado Trail, which is a really famous road that runs all the way through Napa. And um, so from Quintessa, how far away would that be, Mayor? That would probably be about 15, 20 minutes. Okay. So part of your day, you could still make it happen. Okay. Mm -hmm. And um, so they're like Stagsleep District? They're um, uh, Yontville. Yontville. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so they have a bunch of different tastings. They are by reservation. And it's a really cute place. They've got a red and white barn, really Mm -hmm. lovely, iconic kind of country looking barn. If you remember one of the early scenes in the movie where Maya (laughs) is up on the piano (laughs) and she's trying to sing the um, bangle song. I love it. Her flop. So they were inside there. But in the movie, it has a fictional name. They don't call it Baldacci family. They call it Morgan Jorn, which I think is just meant to sound pretentious of some Mm -hmm. sort, right? Um, Anyway, so it's on the Silverado Trail, as I mentioned. They do want you to make a reservation, and they have all different sorts of tasting experience. But their one that they promote first is their Stag Leaps District Cabernet Tasting, and you taste five wines for $75. And again, these are tastes. And then um, a portfolio tasting there will give you a chance to taste their Chardonnay, their Pinot, their Syrah, and their Cabernet, and it is $50. And this one I thought was fun. You can do a patio tasting, and they say uh, well-behaved dogs and bicyclists and groups up to 12 are welcome. And there's a $10 cover charge, but that also buys you your Baldacci family wine glass. And (laughs) then you can taste uh, a white wine for $12, a three-ounce pour, a $15 three-ounce pour for red wine. And I think you can choose whether you want the Syrah, the Pinot, or the Cab. So again, when you're when you go to wine country, what you're trying to do is create places where you can have an experience hanging out and sort of living the good life. Exactly. And certainly sitting out at the patio by the big red barn is living the good life. And so I think worth your um ten dollar glass mm-hmm. and your twelve dollar right. pour. How many of those logo glasses do you have in your cover? <laughs> so that's kind of funny. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I do too. But um so those are the the wineries visited mm-hmm. during the movie. But we also have the lowdown on some of the places they visited off screen. Right. So we know that while they were there, they um, they went out to dinner yeah. and they had a couple of favorite places. Mm-hmm. One of them was in downtown Napa. Yeah. So they were staying at the Andaz Napa when they were filming the movie. And the Andaz is right across the street from one of the locals' favorite Italian restaurants called Inotree. Yeah. So they went there just about every night because it was just so easy, they said, you know. What? We are such idiots. We should have, like, <sighs> figured that out and just happened to be eating there, well, too. You know, exactly. You wonder how much they got bugged up there. Or were people just, you yeah, know, just, real just cool enough to yeah. leave them alone? Mm-hmm. I know that they attracted quite a crowd when they were 
filming up in Calistoga. They, oh, they um, actually shut down the street, didn't they? They did. Yeah. So there's um, Lincoln Street is the main street that goes through downtown Calistoga, mm-hmm. where all the shops and restaurants are. And so um, about noon on a Friday in May, they closed down that street and they brought in all the film gear and everything. And, you know, it takes forever to set up a location. And um, so I think the filming was actually later in the afternoon and night. But, you know, the local residents were coming around to see what was happening mm-hmm. and see if they could get a glimpse of Amy or Maya. I would have been all over yeah. that. All right. So uh, we mentioned the um, the fun restaurant in downtown Napa. And another one that they went to was up in Yachtville, yeah. um, Thomas Keller's restaurant, not the French Laundry, mm-hmm. which is the uber hard reservation to get and mm-hmm. really fancy experience. Um, his other more casual restaurant is called Ad Hoc. Yeah. And the deal with Ad Hoc is you go and you eat, you get what you get. Mm-hmm. And so one night he might be doing fried chicken. Yeah. Another night he may be doing a paella mm-hmm. as a nod to the movie. Um, but you get whatever right. the chef feels like yeah. cooking that night. It's one menu. It's all family style, which is kind of fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I've been lucky enough to be there on fried chicken night. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah, not going to get better mm-hmm. fried chicken, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a fun, and it's, um, not, nothing is cheap in wine country, but it's ad hoc is certainly more reasonable. It's not a crazy expensive restaurant. And Ina Tree's not so expensive. Um, the entrees there probably, you know, nothing really was more than $23 on the menu for yeah. entrees, and they have pastas and pizzas. Mm-hmm. Cool. And then another place they hung out was an, on top of the Archer Hotel in Napa. There's a, a place called the Skyline Rooftop Bar. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of a favorite hangout for the ladies, mm-hmm. maybe after a long day of yeah. shooting or whatever. <laughs> so they could go and have a cocktail there for 13 bucks, or they would buy the glass of wines or in the range of about 13 to 19 bucks. But it's a great view of downtown Napa, and um, you can see some of the hills in the distance. Yeah. Just a fun place. Um, a lot of locals like to hang out there, too. All right. So if you're going, you can eat it ad hoc or in a tree. You could drink up at the Skyline mm-hmm. Rooftop Bar on top of the Archer Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, they stayed at the Andaz. They did, but... Um, we also discovered that when Amy Poehler was scouting locations, she stayed at the Napa Valley Marriott Hotel and Spa. Yeah. So um, that's going to run you um, a little bit of money. Um, the Andaz is about three fifty nine, three seventy nine, and or I'm sorry, two fifty nine, two seventy nine, and up. Um, in the Marriott. And the Marriott is probably is about four fifty or so. So if you want to party like the gals in wine country. And everyone does. Mary, everyone wants to party (laughs) like them. (laughs) So um, you can have your own wrap party at Gran Electra. It's a fairly new Mexican restaurant in downtown Napa. Right. That's where their cast had their wrap the movie party, right? Yes, it was. I think either that or they also um, celebrated at Vista Colina. It's a resort in Napa. It's fairly new as well. It's a sister property to the Meritage Resort in South Napa. Any of y'all have heard about that. It's a nice place, but a little bit pricey. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, the Mexican restaurant, yeah. that's probably, you know, yeah. it, by and large, those tend to be a little bit more reasonable. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are some fun things you can do. When they stayed in the movie, they rented a house. Mm-hmm. And there's certainly lots of um, houses to rent in Napa, and that may be... I guess the beauty of that is you kind of get your own hangout space. You know, they were sitting by the fire, right. the pool, right? You have your, yeah. your your spaces to just chill afterwards. Yeah. And I think that's kind of a nice way to go. Sure. And then you can, if you want to do your own cooking, you mm-hmm. can 
go to some of the farmer's markets in the area, the mm-hmm. um, produce. I mean, the grapes, of course, are incredible, but so is the produce, lo- the local produce up there. Yeah. Especially in the spring and summer, it's fantastic. And you can just kind of live like a local. And they, of course, hired the chef uh, driver, mm-hmm. and um, <laughs> which was based on their trip that they did, I guess. Right. Yeah, that's what you mentioned to yeah, me. Yeah, there um, there's a chef in Sonoma who has his own business. Um, he does paella parties. Right. And so he was a good me- good friend with one of the members of the cast, and he made some recommendations on where to go for Rachel's birthday celebration. So, it, you know... Hiring a chef slash bus driver or van driver are going to get lucky like Amy Poehler did. But (laughs) anything's possible. But that is a way to do it if you don't want to cook or whatever. What happens in wine country stays in wine country. All right. So there's your your, uh, wine country weekend. And this for us has brought up all sorts of questions. And we always hear from people, what are some reasonable, don't break the bank ways Mm -hmm. to visit wine country. So we're going to do an upcoming show on best bargains in wine country. Yes. So we're going to do the digging. All you have to do is listen and write it down and we'll have the, we'll link it on our website. Oh, in fact, all of these things we're telling you about on the show here today, we will link it uh, on the website so you don't mm-hmm. have to, you know, be yep. so just scribbling head on over while you're writing. Just com and you'll find everything there. Yeah. So it'd be really easy to recreate your wine country movie weekend. And if you haven't watched the movie, just, you know, be sure to download it from Netflix and pour a big glass of wine. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know what you think about yeah. it, too. So, you know, all this talk about wine country is making me thirsty. Mm-hmm. Why don't we open up something to drink and add, um, and see if we have any wine questions? That's good. All right. Hi, Mary and Mary B. This is Pam and Jack in Medford, Oregon. Listen, my burning wine question is, The first podcast that you did, you talked about rosé. I'm so glad you brought that up because we have a 22-year-old daughter, and she's just uh, learning to drink wine and everything, and she loves rosé. When I mentioned to her, no, that's a blush wine, she got all upset and said, no, it's rosé. But years ago, when we started drinking wine, Rosé used to be called blush. Is that not correct? And is it pretty much the same kind of wine, or have they changed it a little bit? I actually do like rosé, the name, better than blush. Um, And I've actually learned to like um, rosé or blush, whatever you want to call it. Just curious what your opinion is and what your take is. Thanks so much, and I love your podcast. Keep it up, and we'll keep listening. Thank you. Wow. Well, I have to say a big thank you and hello to Pam and Jack and Hannah, who I can't believe is old enough to drink wine because I used to babysit Hannah. Really? But um, <laughs> I you didn't. You didn't spike any of her milk with wine. <laughs> Strictly lemonade. But uh, hey, I think it's a great question. Mm-hmm, what absolutely. is the difference between blush and rosé? Because both of you are right. Both Pam and Pam Hannah. Pam and Hannah are both right. All right. Good. So um, Hannah's correct in that everybody's calling it rosé now. And um, that's a general term for any wine that's made, um, a lighter wine made from a red grape where um, the skins have a a lot less contact with the juice. So instead of it becoming a red wine, it's got a pink blush to it. 
So people used to call it blush wine when it was first getting popular here in the United States. So it was still, it was the same thing. It the was rosé. thing is rosé. But mm-hmm. we called it blush. We called it blush. Mm-hmm. And then that name has kind of gone out of favor. You still see it occasionally on the label. Mm-hmm. It's just a rosé. It's another word, but you can call it blush. You can call it rosé. Same thing. Same great wine. So and everybody wins. Everybody wins. So <laughs> whether you're toasting to rosé or blush, we say sip, sip, hooray. Sip, sip, hooray, absolutely. And rosé has certainly become yeah. very, very popular. It is. So. Um, people will be drinking it by the gallons this summer. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, something fun, um, speaking of blush, um, you know how there's a lot of wine names now we see everywhere, and a lot of makeup takes their names from um, blush mm-hmm. or whether it's blush lipstick they take their name from wine yeah, yeah. and so I was um, in a makeup store and I saw this palette and palettes are really hot in the makeup world right now and a palette is basically like a painter's palette where you have the different colors for eyeshadow or blush or whatever so there's this one made by the bakery and um, it's a fairly new makeup company and it's called the Cotton Candy Champagne Palette. It's cute. The Blush Palette. And um, I opened it up, and lo and behold, one of the na- names on there is Sip Sip Hooray. Oh, So of I course. thought it was so cute. So What's the color of the Sip Sip Hooray so one? So it's kind of a... Is it this one? No, it's the next one. Okay, yeah. so it is, it's a lighter um, a lighter rose yes, color, I would say. a lighter rose. Yeah, pretty. Um, there's one that's a bright rose, and it's called 24-Hour Champagne Diet. <laughs> because who hasn't been on that before? <laughs> Lord help us. And there's one called Stop and Smell the Rosé. And another cute one is No Champagne, No Gain. Oh, these are fun names. They are fun. And they're really beautiful colors, too. They're kind of sparkly. And um, their motto is Toasting to the Sweet Life. So oh, cool. You want a little sip, sip, hooray in your life, on your cheeks? Yeah. Hey, if you find fun stuff like that, let us know about it. We're not getting any money or anything. This is like yeah. not a plug mm-hmm. or anything, but it just, if I we find something myself. fun. Yeah. <laughs> My own money. Her own hard-earned money. Right. Anyway, thanks again to mm-hmm. Pam for that great question. Yeah. And um, gosh, this has been a fun show, yeah, our Wine been. Country movie mm-hmm. show. Yeah. And, um, I think wine, con- or, excuse me, rosé or blush wine is the perfect thing for a wine country getaway. Mm-hmm. With, if you're on your girls' weekend, Absolutely. you'll be drinking rosé. You'll be drinking rosé. You'll be using rosé-inspired makeup. <laughs> <laughs> or um, talking so, about it. Or talking about it. I love makeup. It's one of my passions besides wine. Mm. So, But anyway, we just want you to have fun with wine no matter what you drink. All right. And... Um, so for all the information we've given you on the show, just head to our website, sipsipparaypodcast.com. We'll list all the stops in the Wine Country movie. Um, we'll um, add links. We'll, I'll put a link up and a photo of the blush palette. Cool. And, um, and if you have a question for us, your burning wine question, there's instructions on our website on how you can call in and submit a question that we can answer on air. Please do. We'd love to hear from you. All right, so that's going to wrap up this edition of Sip Sip Hooray. Go out there and enjoy a nice glass of wine with your friends and family, and we'll see you again next time. Cheers. Cheers. Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. 
Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com.